Here's my friend Les. <laughs> hey, you guys. Um, I'm seeing a, I, I was just seeing a valve. It's a tricuspid valve, I think, um, and it was not formed properly. So uh, it looks like what I'm seeing, it looks like maybe two, two, of the, two of the three are there, and one's just partially there. And I just, um, I just see that as, uh, as you're just feeling the love of God just uh, pour out on you. Uh, I see that valve being healed. I see that third portion of the valve growing in. And what's uh, bothered you for years um, seems like you'd get faint, lightheaded, um, and that's not going to be that's not going to be your scenario anymore. Uh, you're going to be totally healed. Uh, I see. Um, I heard the name Daniel, and uh, I hear that uh, you're just in despair and thinking about uh, departing and. Lord loves you. Those answers that you're seeking are, they're there, but you can't see them from where you are. He told me that about four years ago. You think about it every day. You think about, can I go on? I did too. And here I am now. <laughs> Just keep on watching, keep on listening. That's what's healed my heart. And uh, God's going to heal your heart as well. Right. Guys, everybody can do this, right? We just have to tune in. Yeah, this isn't just special with me and Les, but um, it's pretty cool. So I wrote it down on my phone. But I remember earlier today, there's a, there's a little boy who is um, having some pretty serious heart issues. I see him in a children's hospital somewhere. Um, his parents are watching. And they're telling him he needs a heart transplant. And the doctors are asking you guys to get genetic testing. And just, I put a stop to all that. And I just saw just healing and love surrounding his heart. And specifically, the word that came to me was regeneration. I received regeneration of his heart. And um, also, this little dude is not afraid, which is awesome. Mom and dad are afraid. So just you know, don't be afraid. I know it's hard, but it's going to be okay. So... I just saw his heart regenerating, and I, I pictured that in, in full. Less you and I may be talking about the same person. I wrote it down on my phone two hours ago. Same person. I felt like it was in despair a few weeks ago. We talked about this, thinking about not being here anymore, and I just wanted to say hi to you. Um, I feel like you may not be comfortable introducing yourself just yet, but um, at some point we'd love to meet you, and um, we, we see you, so we just want to acknowledge you. Okay, um, and if you, if you want to reach out, we'd love to talk to you. Um, email info at freedomministries.org, um, and Mike said he would forward it on to us, and we'd just love to meet you. Okay. Awesome, thank you. So um, we got our friends from West Virginia, right? So that's why I wore my, on I can put this over here, my honorary West Virginia cow tipping team. I heard they're in the playoffs with Iowa and Illinois, right, for the championships. <laughs> So, did you ever cow tip? No. No, neither did we. It was just a joke. It was really... I did run out in fields with cows. Yeah, well, of course. You run out in fields when you've had too much to drink and then you laugh. <laughs> that's what cow tipping is, if you don't know what it is. So, you act, it's, it sounds fun, though. So, anyway, you want to share your testimony, right? Yeah, so here's, 
Kristen from West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Chris, too. If, yeah, yeah. If you want to share, I think you'd be great. So you can either stand there or up, whatever you want to do. I'll stay right okay. here. I'm like you before you said just so. Okay. So I wrote it down because there's so much that I wanted to say, but I'm, I was like, I didn't want to forget anything, but also because I am a little bit nervous, but I just wrote down that after years of religious-based thinking and teaching, I ended up very sick and bedridden. But someone told me about a certain ministry, then another, and that it did help me um, to a certain degree and brings forth some of my healing. But then I stumbled across Mike and Freedom Ministries on YouTube about a year ago, and I've never looked back. So throughout my um, healing journey, I always felt, even with grace-based ministries, that something was still missing, but not with freedom. My God-given free gifts of healing, prosperity, and anything else that I want to experience in this 3D world has skyrocketed since I started listening to Mike. And I know in my knower that this ministry is the final step to true Christianity in relationship with our Father and experiencing the abundant life that belongs to us through our inheritance as children of, of his children. Um, and just being here tonight and giving this testimony, it's actually, it is actually a dream come true. Ever since I first started listening to Mike, I'm like, I'm going to stand on that stage. Well, I'm not up on the stage, but stand up in front and give my testimony. And here I am. So, <laughs> so I can't even imagine that there is any other truth out there such as Mike teaches. It's, it is true, unadulterated grace Bible teaching. The way he breaks down everything, the way he breaks everything down through the symbols, the Hebrew and the Greek, they just proved to me that I have, I have arrived where my heart had been longing for over the past five years. And another one of my most important dreams has come true or to fruition with this guy <laughs> coming into my life. Um, after almost almost six years ago, my husband passed away. So, and I've just been renewing my mind and everything. And I know it was just the right timing after all this time for him to come into my life. And it's just been such a blessing. And I know it's only going to get better and better as we both get revelation from listening to the Holy Spirit through your teaching, Mike, and through our own study. So, I just want to thank you in person. This is I can't even put into words how blessed. I am, and we all are exactly so. And so Chris has a testimony too. So wonderful, Thank that you. is wonderful. Thank you. And the Mountaineers won today. <laughs> yeah, the cow tipping team. <laughs> they haven't gone up against Iowa yet, right? So, anyways, uh, you know, my testimony is probably not as moving as as Christie's, but uh, hers is beautiful, and this is a dream come true for her. And I just. I feel like this has been an amazing journey for both of us, but especially for her, and I'm so glad she's here to, to, to meet you and Mike and Barb, and, and you know, I just wanted to make sure that I uh, recognized her as uh, just being somebody really special in my life, too. So my testimony has to do with, uh, I, I actually run a car dealership in Maryland, and um, 
you know, it's a competitive business, and the COVID thing hit. And when COVID hit, we went into crisis mode. And, you know, we laid off a third of our employees, and, you know, we pulled back on everything. We weren't really sure what we were going to do or whether we were going to make it. And I started really, really talking to this beautiful lady right here around that time. And she was like, you know, just envision people coming in there, people being happy. Just, just imagine it. Expect it. And it'll happen. And I started watching Mike. And I, I, started, I started really, I mean, these were things that I kind of knew and suspected. But I just really started applying it and expecting it and visualizing it. And next thing you know, we just start having unbelievable month after month and just selling cars like crazy, servicing cars, you know, fixing cars, you name it. We were doing great. And so I was like, wow, this really works. And she's like, I told you. So then, you know, problem number two comes along. We sold so many vehicles and General Motors was shut down with their factories that we ran out of vehicles to sell. It's like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do now? And so a person that I, that I really love and respect, and uh, he's the owner of our auto group, uh, who's also a man of, of God, told me, he's like, Chris, it's like, it's like the story of the fishes and the, and the loaves. He says, just, you know, how are we going to feed 5,000 people out there? Well, he's like, it's just like that. So that's what I told my guys at work. And next thing you know, somehow, some way, you know, we'd have 30 cars on the lot, and we'd end up selling 50 or 60 at the end of the month. And then we'd start out the next month, we have 25 cars, we'd end up selling 45. And it was just amazing. And we have had a string of record months. And I believe that this dealership, which has been there for 37 years, is on track to have our best year, hands down, best year ever this year. And I just think that that in and of itself is a testimony to the miracles that God can have and the miracles that we can manifest and that we can create. No matter what the climate is, I don't care about COVID, we're, we're going to create the world that we want. So, uh, and that's thanks to you, Mike. Thanks to you, Christy. You know, thanks to Barb. Thanks to all of you. Thanks to this ministry. So that's, that's what I wanted to share. So thank you. How cool is that? Good job, guys. Of course, yeah. yeah I just yeah. want to say, hey, Zach, hey, Jess, and Kayla, because they were saying they were going to watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Awesome. Thank you. You don't need to know anything else, right? You got it. That's how you do it. Isn't that good? So I, I think, uh, and it's so exciting, guys. And if you're, um, if you're watching online and you want to do it, if that's, that's a great way to do it, is, is, you, is like Christian was saying, is you see yourself up here sharing your testimony, right? And... Or, or on a Sunday night or Wednesday, whatever you prefer, it just, that's how it works. So uh, we're going to talk, just really emphasize that, like how simple really prayer is. We're going to talk about healing tonight, but it really is, it works in anything. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to, there's no slides because I want you to just like pay attention a little bit and not so much pay attention to me, but um, just listen, just listen, kind of like Ashley was saying, just, just dial in a little bit, just kind of pay attention. It's not like you have to concentrate, you just relax, right? You, you relax and like, it'll come to you, right, Les? Isn't that really just kind of how it works, right? You just, and you, every, every one of you can do this, that's what we're saying, is, is it's not a big deal. If, you, if he's everywhere at every time, all the time, is what John says and Colossians says, he, he's, in him we live and move and have our being, is literally what it says. In him we live and move and we are if you want to really break it down in scripture. So our whole existence is in him. So how can we not hear him? Does that make sense? 
So, but it's really not trying to hear with your physical ear. That's the thing. Is everybody's trying to pay attention. So that's why I didn't want to put slides up because I don't want you to, if you want to close your eyes the whole time, you can, uh, whatever you want to do. So you ready to get into this a little bit? So I'm going to challenge you a little bit because I think, um, uh, so whatever you want to call this is I just said receive healing for your, your mind and body. But it, like I said, it works for anything. So um, I wanted to share a couple things is, you know, here's, here's Paul's message Paul says this, he says, know ye not that Christ is in you? And uh, I don't think we take that seriously enough, you know, and then in John, where we've been talking about this quite a bit over the last couple months, is when that day comes, and day just means revelation, so make the day today that uh, you're going to realize I'm in you, you're in me, and you and the Father are in you, and we're in each other, meaning that it's this language that you're perfectly one, and, and Francois says it's a dovetail joint, that union. Like, if you ever, Carpenter's less, you know, like a dovetail joint, it's like the tightest joint, right? And it's, he's trying to give you language that your thoughts are his thoughts. Your breath is his breath. And that's tough for people to get. He's, he's given you his kingdom. He's given you his royal rule and reign. So I'm really trying to get it into your minds that he's not out there somewhere answering your prayer, <laughs> And I think that's, because I hear this a lot. God's got this. No, he doesn't. He gave it to you. <laughs> he gave it to you. That's what he said. He's like, you got it. I want you to get it that you got this. So I know it's tough for you to swallow, but that's what he's saying. He's like, no, I'm not out there, guys. I've given this to you. And I've given you the royal rule and reign. It was my pleasure to give you everything I got, including reigning here. Isn't that interesting? So... How do we do that? That's what we're going to talk about tonight a little bit. And so here's what I really want you to understand is I don't care what's going on. I really want you to get out of this dualism. And, and what I mean by that is this whole world is, well, you know what? Let me, let me, go, here. Let me go here real quick. Let me go. You guys are very familiar with this verse. You guys know John 3.16? I don't think you do. I think you, I think, you think you know it, Right? It's, it's, uh, I remember growing up, you remember watching football? There was the guy in the, in the back with his, he had the big afro, afro hair <laughs> with his John 3.16 sign. I remember that as a kid growing up. So, but let me just read this to you, and I'll kind of explain it to you. So John 3, um, and I want to talk about judgment here. Um, does Jesus eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Does he? He doesn't. He eats from only one tree. What tree does he eat from? Life. So Jesus is not in the business of judging good and evil. It's tough for Christians to get. He's, there's not a lesser power trying to overcome a greater power. He goes, I don't play that because if you think it's good versus evil where good has to overcome this evil, that's really dualism. And it still brings death doesn't it? He goes, there's one power, there's one spirit, and I've given it to you, and what you do with it, you can either do whatever you want with it, but I want to, I want to read this to you, John 3, 16, because he says this. He says, um, in Matthew 7, you're, you're probably familiar with this, and I would encourage you guys, everybody, I was sharing with a, a lot of the people online, especially these last couple of weeks with the election and everything else, is pay attention. Pay attention to what you guys are doing. Because most of you well-intended Christians are actually bringing the chaos on. 
because you're judging good and evil. And I, I've, I've gotten some, met, and I know this is tough for people, and geez, I'm about ready to get run out of this town. But please hear, listen, listen a little bit. Listen to what Matthew 7, he says, I know you've heard it says an eye for an eye, but I say judge good versus evil, or what does he say? He says judge not. Don't judge. Why? Why does he say, you know what the next verse says? You yourself are going to be judged by the same measure you judge. So if you're judging good versus evil versus only life, only seeing life in every situation, you get judged. You feel judged. It's judgment on yourself. Does that make sense to you? So, meaning this, because I, I got a lot of like hate mail going, um, I can't believe you said that. It's disastrous if our candidate didn't win. Guys, that's got judging good versus evil. You're actually bringing the chaos on. He, he gives you everything that desires of your heart. Now let me, so he says, don't judge, because I don't do that. And let me read this, John 3, 16 to you. I know this is tough, but man, don't you want life? Like, I want this country to prosper. I want it to be whole. I want it to be victorious. I want people to live in, and I want every country to live like that, where they're proud of their country, and they love their country, and they love their, their neighbor as their self, and prospering and winning in every area of their life, but it does not come from one side beating the other. It brings death. It has to be win. So let me read John 3, 16, because I, I think this will help some of you guys. Uh, are you guys still okay? Yeah. I haven't gone off the deep end. I've really been digging into this a lot these last few weeks, because guys, I'm just telling you, some of the emails I got are unhinged. They're like unhinged about their candidate and what's going on. I'm like, what is happening? Like, why are you judging this thing? So here's John 3, 16. Do we like John? Do we like what he says? Maybe you won't. <laughs> you certainly won't want like Jesus says. I had to send that in a lot of emails. I go, should we not teach the words of Jesus? So here's, here's, here's John. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, most of you have been taught like that was just giving Jesus. But if you look at it, it says this. It says monogene. Anybody know what mono is? One, like monorail, like the, you know, one rail. Monogene. He's given everyone sonship. Monogene. Every, every human being is from the same genetic pool is what he's saying. There's only one gene. There's only one family. God so loved the world, he gave his only monogene son. Isn't that interesting? That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. Now, what is believeth in him? Well, actually, let, let me just keep, he says, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, start to experience death and all the things you don't want, but shall have everlasting life. Now, that everlasting life is a mistranslation. It's, it's, it's the Greek word ionios, which is translated everlasting. And it literally, it, it means this, of the ages or the quality of life that God has. Don't we want the quality of life that God has? He goes, I've given everybody monogene. Everybody's a son and you're from the same father. That's literally what it says. Now, if you've been given the only monogene son, there's only one son, and it's all from the same genetic pool, him, divinity. So he's saying this is, you get the whole inheritance. Now, who gets the whole inheritance? Every one of you. Isn't that amazing? Now, here's the part you may not like. Verse 17. 
For God sent not his son in the world to judge it. Are you judging who's winning or losing right now? No, we're not. It's, it's really funny. It's like, it's this totally dichotomy. I can see where people are at because they're like, this is the worst thing. Like we were talking about this last night. Like, man, we just decided, I don't care what happens with the economy. This is going to be the greatest year of my life. I'm going to win because I am the only begotten son. Amen. I'm the, I'm the, I got the whole stinking inheritance. Now, this is the quality of life you're supposed to have. He says, I loved you. And once you get that you're the only begotten son, you're going to have my kind of life, eternal life. It's God-type life. And here's the God-type life. You don't judge things. That's dualism. We live in a world where there's dualism, meaning there's plus, minus, somebody's winning, somebody's losing. And life is completely outside of that. Life is everybody wins. Does that, does that make sense? And I'm just, I'm a little nervous when I hear some of you guys because you're going to bring death to yourself. <laughs> it's going to kill you. And it's going to screw a lot of other things up, too, when you're going this candidate versus that candidate. That is not how it works. God so loved the world, he gave his only monogene. He says to Peter, Peter, don't call anything I've created, what? Unclean. God sent not his son to judge it, but that the world through him might be healed. So here's what I'm trying to get at, guys. You're not to judge, meaning, hey, vote for who you want to vote for. But it is not me trying to overcome some other party, some other candidate. It, it cannot be that. That'll bring death. I'm telling you, you're getting exactly what you're praying. Well-intended Christians are getting chaos. They're getting, I would ask you this, is when you watch the news and everything going on on the election, are you, are you anxious? Are you angry? Are you upset? You shouldn't be. That's a work of the flesh. You should be totally excited. Thank you, Father, that my country's prospering. Thank you, Father, that everybody is prospering right now. Thank you, Father, that all things are going to work out for the good. Thank, I'm not judging this thing. I'm going to have the quality of life, the God kind of life. Now, how do we heal it? He says, don't judge, heal. So meaning this, is you can take your eyes off the dualism, meaning good, bad, somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose, um, plus, minus, all these different things. You don't eat from that thing. What you do eat from is, I am only going to experience life. I'm going to see every human being through the lens of Christ. Even, you've heard it said, an eye for an eye, but I say what to your enemy? Love them. Love keeps no record of wrong of that enemy. And if you keep a record of wrong, I'm telling you, please don't. That's all I'll say. Please don't. Please don't. Is that tough for you guys? Which is why you experience anger, which is why you experience depression, which is why you experience sickness in your bodies, which is why you experience lack in your finances, because you're judging and you're not eating from the tree of life. Tough, isn't it? So I said, some of you aren't going to like John. <laughs> you're certainly not going to like Jesus. You've heard it said, overcome evil with good, but I said, I don't even eat from that tree. I say love your enemy as yourself because it is yourself. Amen? So just watch what you're saying about candidates, parties, things like that, guys. Because if you're judging, meaning this is evil and we're going to overcome this, I'm telling you, you're eating death. You're eating death. And I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't because I'm living in this country too. Does that make sense? I got a lot of you covered because I know what we're talking about here. But some of you guys, I need to hit you with a bat every now and then. But I'm not judging you. Yes, I am. 
<laughs> anyway, so here's it says, we are sons and daughters. He says, you're monogene. So his, Jesus' example, John's example, Peter's example, it says, don't judge. Don't judge. Don't think this dualism that you're good versus bad, that the, 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 the right guy's got to defeat the other guy. It's not even in sickness. We don't even judge sickness. We don't judge lack. We look at it and go, huh, I'm going to choose a different I'm going to choose something different to focus on, and I'll experience life. That's eating from only one tree and one spirit. So he says, the God quality of life is this, eternal life, the the quality of life that you can have uh, like God is you don't condemn or judge. You don't condemn or judge a situation. You don't condemn or judge. If there's something going on that you don't like, see the end as if it's perfect. See See yourself prospering. See this country unified. See this country in love with people. See this country in loving with other people. And all you guys from different countries, see your country that way. It's really fascinating. I'm going to read you some things. And, and I'm telling you, you'll start to experience life. Some of you guys, I was really excited because they're like, you know what? <laughs> My one friend, he's, he knows who it is. He's like, I was so happy. My business is prospering. Everything's prospering. I was more worried about the Raiders game. I'm like, yes, that's how it works. We, <laughs> that's how it works. And he's prospering like crazy, right? And so anyway... I know that's tough because you guys have got all the news and everything on. Christ, the anointing, was in you, with you. He's given you his glory. He's given you his kavot. You know what kavot is, right? Kaf bet delet. Literally this. So when Jesus says, hey, um, you're not overcoming evil with good. That's dualism. That's, no, that's not how it works. There is only one spirit. There's only life. He says, go within and kavot his glory, literally his weightiness that he's given you. God's not out there, so we don't have to pray to God to fix this. And, it, you know, I'm seeing these, man, they're getting on TV and just crazy right now. Lord, give your will to this thing. He's given it to you. He's given it to you. Good Lord, can you read your book? No, they can't, I guess. He literally says, don't be anxious about anything. Anything. Does that, does that include the election? I think it does. Anything, doesn't it? Are you anxious? Your spouse could tell me. <laughs> I can tell by the emails I get. So, and I'm like, no, you're just killing yourself. Barbara and I are enjoying our, t- we got it. we're enjoying ourselves over here. Like, pour me another glass of wine. It's wonderful. So, anyway, why? Because we're going within and seeing it whole. We're going and seeing you guys prospering. We're going and seeing everything working. We're going and seeing, we're not judging. We're choosing a different, we're only, only going to eat from the tree of life. And that will bring life. Amen? So, what if, we, what if we got multitudes around the world to do that? That's my goal, actually, as, as I'm really getting into this. I'm like, that is my goal, the more I understand this. Is, uh, so he's given us his glory, and it literally means you have the, the hidden power within you, cough is literally the hidden power within you, to take any potential in the spirit and form and fashion it into the physical. So instead of trying to overcome evil with your good, because your guy's better, that's eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, guys. It really is. Jesus doesn't do that. He goes, I'm so out of that game. I only see life in every human being. Amen? So what he does is he chooses a different possibility. He goes, I'm only going to see life. And that's the God quality of life. He says, I'm just going to see Zoe. I'm going to see healing. I'm a... So the God quality of life is not to judge. It's just to simply choose life, seeing yourself prospering, seeing the country prospering, seeing everybody prospering, not trying to overcome it. And experience life. That's the whole goal, right? In my opinion, it's not to win. It's not for my guy to win. Because another couple years from now, your guy's going to lose. And the only conclusion you can have then is God didn't answer your prayer. 
because you don't understand prayer, which is what I'm trying to talk about tonight. So anyway, sorry to get so heavy, but good Lord, man. <laughs> do not judge. Have we not heard that, right? I don't do that. So anyway. <sighs> Let me read this. So I've read this before. This is perfect for healing, for everything we're going through right now. So he's talk, if you remember this, he, he's talking about, uh, this is uh, Greg Braden, The Secrets of the Lost Mode of Prayer. It's so good if you want to get it. There's some, there's some really good parts. If you're not, I'll, I'll give you the cliff notes right here. So there was this Indian guy near Taos, New Mexico, that his ancestors had taught him how to pray, pray rain, not pray for rain. And you'll get this in a second. So he said, you know, they went out, he went into his little deal, and most of your Christians would say he's like satanic or something. But it rained, <laughs> which is what he wanted. So he said, uh, so he went and did his thing silently, whatever, and then the, the Indian guy goes, hey, let's go, our work is finished. Exciting to, I, I expected to see dancing or at least chanting or at least tongues. I put that in there. <laughs> I was surprised by how quickly his prayer began and then ended. Already, I thought you were going to pray for rain. David's reply to my question has been the key that's helped so many to understand this kind of prayer. He says, no. I said that I would pray rain. If I had prayed for rain, it would never happen. Later in the day, David explained what he meant by the statement. When we ask for something to happen, we give power to what we do not have. Prayers for healing empower sickness. Prayers for, empower, prayers for rain empower drought. Praying for one to beat another causes what? Division. Division. Exactly what your, your prayers are being answered perfectly, guys. So if you don't like it, change. Change. Don't send me a nasty email. It's your fault. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm like, come on, man. Continuing to ask for things gives more power to the things you don't want and it won't change. That should be a mic drop for every one of you. I think about David's words often. This, this is key right here, guys. What, we could, what this could mean for our lives, if we pray for world peace, for example, while feeling tremendous anger, not talking to anybody here, but I'm talking to some people here, You're actually leading us into war, is what it says. You are inadvertently fueling the very conditions that lead to the opposite of peace. Half the world's nations now are engaged in armed conflict. I, I often wonder what the role of millions of well-intended prayers for peace each day are playing. And if we could just shift our perspective, how that could change. Looking back, I ask, if David didn't pray for rain, what did you do? It's simple, he replied. I began to feel what rain feels like. I felt the feeling of rain on my body, I, what it feels like to stand with my naked feet in the mud of our village plaza. I smelled the smells of rain in the earthen walls in our village. I felt what it feels like to walk through fields of corn chest high because there's been so much rain. David's explanation made perfect sense to me. He was engaging all of his hidden senses, not these senses, right? Taking our eyes off the physical. The hidden powers of thought, Feeling, emotions set us apart from all other forms of life. In addition to the senses of smell, sight, taste in the spirit. So you're actually experiencing it in the spirit. Research has shown that this is precisely the quality of gratitude as if your prayer has already been answered that releases the life-affirming chemistry of powerful hormones in our bodies and strengthens our immune systems. It's these chemical changes within us 
that have the quantum effects that carry beyond our bodies through the conduit of the mysterious substance that appears to connect all creation. We would just call that the spirit. We would go, you know what? His spirit connects everything and, and uh, we live and move and have our being. There's nothing outside of his spirit. There's nothing that's created that could ever be outside of perfect love. And he is perfect love. So perfect love doesn't judge. So if you want to have the quality of God life, eternal life, how many of you guys want eternal life? Then don't judge. It's pretty simple. Judge not, lest you're going to feel judged. You're going to be angry. You're going to be murderous. You're going to have all these things, and you're going to do it in the name of God. It's really sad to me. Sorry, I didn't mean to get out. It's just like, geez, guys, come on. Come on. It's, it's not, that's not how it works. He's given you his royal rule and reign. He doesn't judge. He heals. So meaning this, he, he looks at the situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, people are experiencing chaos, whatever. God answers prayer perfectly. He always answers what's, he doesn't answer what's here. He answers what's here. So if you're going, Lord, I want this guy, and I want, but you're angry in here, you're getting it. He's going to cause situations to rise up for you that just cause you to get more angry and depressed. Does anybody else get this or no? So, because I really do want to experience life. I really want this country to be healed. I really want us to live in unity, not, not, not what some of you guys are doing, to be honest with you. This doesn't excite me. Um, and I'm on your side. I, re- I really am. But I realize that's not how it works. It works by me experiencing peace within, and then it affects millions of people of other people around me. Wouldn't that be better? If you see, your, you see this country whole, you see everyone loved, instead of the guys you're against, now you start loving them. Well, that'd be different. We've heard that in our Bible somewhere, I think. Wouldn't it? But wouldn't it heal some things? The God quality of life is not to be against, it's to heal. This dualism, I'm against this or against that, is dualism, guys. It only brings death. And maturity comes when you get out of that thing and you go, I'm only going to see life in this situation. That's how I'm going to heal the situation. Because he's given his divinity to you. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you his royal rule and reign in the kingdom. He says, I've given everything over to you. Well, let's take it seriously then. Let's, let's, really, let's really, no matter what, let's see love. Let's see life. Let's see how we want it to be versus somebody winning and somebody losing. Does that help you guys? All right, hopefully. So, and then he says this. He goes, think of something that you'd like to experience in your life. We'll, talk, we'll get into healing specifically. It may be healing of a physical condition for, for you or someone else, abundance for your family. might be finding the perfect person to share your life with. Whatever you're thinking of, rather than asking it to come into your life, Feel as though it's already happened. Breathe deeply. Feel the fullness of your prayer already fulfilled in every detail and every way. Now, does the Bible say this? Yeah, it does. It says, when you pray, believe. Now, what's believe? Believe is a, a condition of this, the heart, the inner man, right? It's not a condition of this. Is a lot of people are like, yeah, I believe in Jesus. No, you're, you're, you're saying words that you believe there was a man that lived 2,000 years ago, and somehow that healed you. Well, if you got all this anger and stress and strife and you're still judging, you're not healed. You're not so zoed. You're not. I can't wait for Christians to get so zoed. It'd be, God, it'd be like life-giving. <laughs> I'd love Christians to hear the gospel someday. It'd be wonderful. So, because they're not hearing it. <laughs> they're not hearing it. In fact, I, did, we were, I was on with Paul Gray. Some of you guys know he's got a great podcast called um, Grace with Paul Gray. We recorded a couple things for him this week, and 
We're like, isn't it so weird that it's so controversial that God is only love and he, he doesn't judge? Because we love to judge, don't we? We love good, bad, our guy win, your guy that, lose, and yeah, our, you know, like, no, that's not how it works. That's like, he brings life to every situation, is do unto others as you do unto yourself, because it is yourself. So, if you're, if you're hoping for somebody else to lose, you know who's really losing? You're losing. If you judge, you're going to lose. Your health, your finances, everything. So you choose what kind of life you want to live. So, um, and he says, now feel the gratitude for what your life is like with this prayer already answered. Note the ease and the release that comes from the giving of thanks rather than longing and yearning for God to come through for something for you. That's big right there. The subtle difference between the ease, it sounds like rest to me, subtle difference between the ease and the longing is the power that sets asking apart from receiving. Now, so all this thing, guys, he says this. I want you to really get this. He's given you his only begotten son. There's only one gene, one monogene, and you all are the firstborn son, meaning you get the whole inheritance. Does scripture back that up? Yeah, Paul talks about it in Romans, right? If we are children, then we're heirs. And if we're heirs, then we are joint heirs of who? Jesus Christ. Is he lacking in anything? In your mind, doesn't, can't Jesus like do something and everything fixes? He's given you that quality of life. Isn't that fascinating? He goes, I've given you that life. I've given you that inheritance. But a lot of you guys are still begging him out here for something that you already possess. He goes, I've given you everything. So you are a joint heir of Jesus Christ, meaning um, you own the whole thing and he's given it to you. <laughs> so you don't have to beg for something that you already have. Prayer is simply, and uh, Kay Fairchild, I told her I was going to do this today. She did a great, you can go find this, uh, this post. Um, you can probably, in Facebook, you could probably like Dr. K. Fairchild and then asking, it would probably come up. But here, this is really good. This is everything we're talking about. So when he says, I've given you everything that pertains to godliness and life, does, does everything sound like everything? Then we're not begging him for something because we already have it. Does, does that make sense? I already have it. So that means every situation I've already won in because I'm going to choose that. I'm going to win. I don't care what it is. I'm going to win. I'm just going to live. I'm going to enjoy life no matter what the situation is. And so he says, every promise is, yeah, but no, it's yes and amen. Amen? It's yes and amen in him. Um, yeah, you get the point. So here's, here's Dr. K. This is so good. I told her that. I said, this is so good. One of the biggest areas of confusion today is in the area of prayer. Many are confused about the word ask. It's the, it's the Greek word ahitio. And I've talked about this quite a bit, but I think she does a really good job summarizing this. Most of us think ask is like, please, Lord, come through. Do your will in this situation or whatever. It's, we're hearing a lot of that right now. And he's like, my will is your will. I've given it to you. What do you want? You want chaos? Or do you want life? If you, if you want life, then we don't judge. We live. We live. We love. So the word ask is wrongly translated from ahitio. Ask, that, word, that Greek word ask, should be this. To realize that which is already yours. It's light. It's revelation. He goes, God so loved the world, he gave in you his only begotten son. There's a monogene. All of you are huyos. All of you are only begotten son is what he's saying. And here's how, you, here's how you experience life. We don't judge. I didn't come in to judge the world. I'm not judging good, bad. I'm not doing any of that. Because that's eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The very thing he says is going to cause death 
He doesn't do. <laughs> Wouldn't that make sense? If he's saying this is what's going to cause death, then Jesus is not judging good versus evil. He's not going bad man, good man. You're doing that. He's not doing that. He says, don't call anything I've made unclean or evil. Doesn't he? So why are you doing it? Because that man's evil. <laughs> it's so crazy, some of the stuff I'm getting in emails right now. Realize that everything's already yours. It is akin to the word receive. So it says, believe you have received it. Ask, you shall receive. Ask, you shall receive. So your joy may be full. So it says, ask is realizing what's already yours. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tra translate it this way. Up until now, you haven't asked for anything because you didn't realize you were a, a Bill Gates family member. I'm just going to give it in terms you guys get. He says, in my name. That's not yelling Jesus. That means I am a son and if I am a son, daughter, whatever, I'm a loved son and daughter in the kingdom. If that means I'm a son, if I'm a child, that means I'm an heir. And if I'm an heir, I'm joint heir with Jesus. Holy smokes. That's a pretty good inheritance, isn't it? So asking is realizing you're a joint heir. I already own everything. And it's akin to receiving. So I already own everything because I know I'm in the Gates family now or the Rockefellers, whatever you want to do. Therefore, receive is that word lambano, and Lily says, if you realize you already own it, receive it, what already belongs to you. Realize everything already belongs to you, now receive what already belongs to you. That's literally what that says. Up until now, you have not asked. Ask is not, please, Lord, can I have this? Please, can you intervene? He's like, I'd like to, but I gave the royal rule and reign to you. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to rise up as a son, is what Romans 8 says. I'm waiting for you to get it. Instead of praying for me out there, where's the kingdom? In you. So God is not like, please, Lord, I'm desperate, begging for you. Uh, I'm right here. The next breath, is you. The, next, the next thing you say is me. No, 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 he's out there. No, you're one. That's what he's saying. He's giving you his kavot, his royal rule and reign. You can decide. So what's yours? Is, is abundance yours? Yes. Is life yours? Is joy yours? Yeah, I already own everything. Oh, cool, then I'm just going to choose to focus on that. Now, here's where quantum physics, I think, has much better language than Christians. Because you know what? They're not battling demons and the devil. and We don't need Africa's angels and South America's angels because they're... It's not, like, it's not like there's this angel flying from Africa going, ha, ha, ha. I hear them in, in the U.S. So I'm leaving these poor people because their life doesn't matter. Your lives matter so much better. Like what? I'm looking at this stuff going, holy smokes, Lord. It's in you. The kingdom's in you. There's not, there's not a Angelo, some messenger out there somewhere. He's given it to you. And the kingdom's where? In here. So stop asking an angel from Africa or South America to come help you. Go within. Go into your prayer closet. Go into the secret place of the Most High, the holiest of holies, which is in you. The temple is you. You go within and see it already done and feel it's already done, and you watch the omnipotence of God bring it into your life effortlessly. That's prayer. Amen? Realizing you already have anything you want. You're a joint heir of Jesus Christ. So... Take unto oneself which already belongs to us is the difference between his objective eternal truth, meaning, oh, I can have it, and subjective experience manifested or walked in, meaning I get to choose life. He goes, I've set before you life and death. 
Often we hear well-meaning individuals asking for things in prayer. Isn't that exactly what Dr. Braden just said? When you ask for peace, you're actually well-intentioned, but you're actually bringing chaos because you're acknowledging that there's not peace. He's saying, I've already given you peace. Peace is available. All you need to do is just choose to experience peace within. And what you do in there is going to, the whole world's going to see, is what he says. What you do in the secret place, everybody's going to see what you're doing. Does that help? So why don't we show the world what we're doing? Let's like kick butt. Does that make sense? Let's like love and just go, this is going to be the greatest, I don't care what happens. This is going to be the most prosperous, loving, fantastic year we've ever had. That's what I'm doing inside. Amen? So we'll drag some of you along with us. We often hear well-meaning individuals asking for things in prayer rather than knowing all things are already yours. We are told in Scripture to look away from the appearance, what, what you see with your physical eyes or experiencing with your physical senses. That's looking in the natural. That's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There's good, bad. There's plus, minus. There's, there's this. And he goes, I want you to have the God quality of life. And what I want you to get is I've given you my kavot, where you have in your holiest of holies, within you, you literally have the anointing of God that you can heal that situation. Instead of judging it, heal it. Heal it means it's win-win for everybody involved. Isn't that cool? That's beautiful to me. So, when we focus on the one and only power, that which is truly ours will, will manifest. Awareness is manifestation. Quantum physics says that too. It says, if you really want a little quantum physics, in its essence, it says this. This is where I, I just love it. It's because it's, it's scripture to me is like, the, the easiest thing about quantum physics is what you are aware of or what you pay attention to becomes that in your life. So if you want to pay attention to life and abundance, etc., pay attention to that because that'll become that. If you want to overcome uh, uh, some other power with your amazing power, somebody wins and somebody loses, you, you experience death. Both of you experience death. Isn't that interesting? He goes, no, the God quality of life is I only heal. I see exactly what I want and I see that come. Isn't that better? I see the, I see the other people prospering. I see me prospering. Hallelujah, this is going to be a win-win for everybody. That's, that's, that's really, quantum physics is whatever I pay attention to. Now, here's what's really interesting. Like at the atomic level, it's, it's as some of you guys that have read these books, I just, I love this stuff, but even an atom, like we were learning, some of you guys remember in high school physics or whatever you took. If you don't, it's this simple. Is we, we think it's like solid. We think this is solid. We think you're solid. We think all these things are solid. And he goes, really, it's pretty much pure potential if you go look at it. It's 99. Six nines, nine, 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 nine percent empty space. Weird, isn't it? Very little matter, more spirit than matter. Does that, does that make sense to you guys? It looks physical, but the atoms literally, like there's hardly anything there. And here's literally what they show is it's pretty cool. It's pure potential, meaning it's just energy. The, the electrons are just anywhere. They can be anywhere at any time. And the minute we focus and look at it, it condenses into what, you, what you're looking at. Now, here's what's really wild if you really understand that. Um, the scriptures so back this up, guys. It says, if you seek, you will find. Now, think about this. I was sharing this the other night. The, I, I believe this. The reason why the galaxies are expanding at the, at the speed of light, because he is love and he is 
light. And he's given us, we were created in his image. So when we look for things out there, guess what's happening? It literally goes from pure potential and we're finding it. We're actually expanding it. He's given that to us. Isn't that wild? He's going, when you look for it and you expect to see something out there, it'll eventually appear. Because if you look, you will find it. That's quantum physics. Isn't that cool? And he's like, it's not with your physical eyes, because it's really their heart. They're going, we think there's something out there. And it's pure potential. It's, it's expanding at the speed of light. That's so cool to me. Maybe, maybe I'm the only guy that gets excited about that. So I just think it's cool. But if we really treat it in our day-to-day thing, it's kind of like what Kristen and Chris were talking about, going, you know what? We're just going to expect this to happen. And this is, I'm expecting to give my testimony here. You know what? We're going to have the greatest, in the history of the 37 years of this dealership, COVID schmovit. I'm not going to pay attention to what's happening in the physical. I'm going to go within and see this, this, this business prospering, see this thing rocking, see it just living. And what you focus on, what you pay attention to will become. That is the glory, the kavod of Christ in you. Isn't that cool? Does this help anybody? All right, so let's stop because I feel like I beat you up a little bit. And I'm, not, I'm trying to not, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to be serious about this because it's a serious thing right now. Some of you guys are tearing this country apart in the name of God, and it's not working. So I'm trying to like, no, you, you got your, you're gonna experience death. You, you, you're gonna experience death by thinking your guy needs to win or this needs to win. No, love is win-win, we keep no record of wrong. Does that, does that make sense? So do your thing, do your civic duty, etc. Well, what's gonna radically change everything, guys, is when we stop judging whether that's good or bad for the country, everything else, and we go within, we go in the secret place of the Most High, and we see exactly, we see us unified. We see people loving, we see people going, you know what, we have our differences, but I'm gonna put those aside because we want the best for every one of us. Doesn't that sound like life? To me, it does, amen? It sounds like life to me. So anyway, Let's talk about healing a little bit, okay? Now, you can have anything you want. Is this true? You know, what, you know what I love is our kids are, our kids are learning this right now. I've made a really simple healing, uh, just a prayer thing for these guys. And you watch, if they get this, man, jeez, stuff will happen. Because one of the things I taught is like, hey, how to, how to have success in school, how to have success in their extracurricular activities. That's some of the stuff they're talking about. That'd be fun. Because you can have whatever you want. Would Jesus be pretty successful in, in the classes your kids are taking? Probably, he knows the answer. They can do that. They can do that. Wouldn't that be fun? And it's really just seeing themselves. So anyway, all right, let's, so I just, I just want to recap a couple of these things. You guys okay? You still love me? I hope so, man. So I'm really, I'm like, no, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's no, no, he, enough of that so he's already given you everything (laughs) what could you be lacking if you've been getting everything so prayer is not asking God if you can have something so we're not praying for peace we become peace we become peaceful within we start enjoying peace within and it affects millions of people around you isn't that cool I I think it's awesome once you start to get it and we really are we're going to start putting together a global thing so you guys want to be part of it because I love what the International Peace Project has done. I'm like, let's take it on. Let's actually do that. And so we've talked about that in the prayer group quite a bit. I know there's something huge that we're a part of because I've already seen it and it's fun to me. And uh, 
So prayer is not asking God if you can have something. It's realizing that all things are already yours as a joint heir of Jesus Christ. So you can choose the desired outcome you would like to. So think about something you want, anything. Do you want health? That'd be a good thing, wouldn't it? Do you want abundance? It's yours if you want it. Now here's what's interesting. If you want lack, you can have it. He, he doesn't judge. He lets you figure out that sucks. He lets you, he lets you be sick. He's like, I've given it to you. I want you to, I want you to learn. I want you to become a huyos. I want you to become a son. Where you realize, like, you know what? I'm tired of this over here. I'm going to only see life. I'm going to go within and only see life. I'm not going to judge the sickness. I'm not going to cast it out. I'm not going to yell at it. I'm not going to do any of that. Does that make sense? So you just simply see that. So really, it's, it really comes in two things. Joe Dispenza would say this, and you've heard me say this, but I'll, I'll walk you through prayer again at the end here because it's so simple. And man, I, the testimonies were, were good. They're really like coming in now. People are going, holy smokes, it's radically changed my prayer life in the last two weeks. Like, cool. That's really fun, isn't it? How many of you guys would like to let radically change your prayer life? Yeah, you can start today. So you get to choose. I set before you life and death. You can choose whatever you want. And it's not begging him for it. It's realizing I, I'm, a, I'm a joint heir. I already have it. You mean I can just pick what I want? Yeah. Isn't that cool? So you can choose health. You can choose abundance. You can choose I want to have a great relationship. And what you do with your heart and mind. See, most people are praying up here. Like they were saying, is like they're praying for peace, they're praying for abundance, but their heart's angry, their parts, they're judging that thing, they're, they're rebuking that spirit of whatever. When you continue to rebuke that spirit of whatever, you actually empower it. You actually give it power because you're giving a non-power a power. There's only one spirit. And if you're, you're experiencing, so your head's going, man, we want this, we want to be healed, but your heart's going, I rebuke this stupid thing. Da, 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 da. There's no peace in that. There's no, if there's anxiousness, if there's, so we'll teach you how to get your, your heart, believe you have received it. Heart, believe is the Greek word pistis. It simply means my heart is persuaded. Let your heart be persuaded you already possess it. That's ask. And then you'll aggressively lombano it, lay hold of it. So he's designed this to, for our heart to easily accept it. So we'll teach you that tonight, just how simple it is for your heart to really believe, okay? So, and then once you get that, is Jesus says it like this. He says, what you do in that inner chamber, in that holiest of holies, it's the pictures and the words you tell yourself and the emotion and gratitude and joy as if it's already done. Believe you have already received it, air is tense. And he goes, now you'll realize the physical literally lines up and adjusts itself. Anything out here adjusts itself what you do within. That's called your royal rule and reign. That's called your glory, your kavot. That's the anointing in you. Amen. So that, wouldn't that be great? Your kids, your parents, you can start seeing your kids and grandkids, kind of like Sulin, what you were doing with Samuel. Like, you know what? I see my son with a scholarship, whatever. And I, the, the minute you were doing that, I'm sure it's like your friend, Sulin Enrico, Chris Gio is going, you know what? I think I'm going to go coach. And the first guy he picks is them, even though all the, all the coaches, all the teachers are like, no, 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 you know, you know, your grades, all this stuff. Is it possible to get scholarships with bad grades? You did it, right? <laughs> oh, it's so fun to me. So once you realize that, hey, this wouldn't be hard for Jesus, that which I'm a joiner of Jesus, then this is not hard for me. I can choose any possibility. Isn't that cool? So choose a good one. Choose really good ones. So 
Heartfelt emotion is in really the heart and mind. Heartfelt emotion, and that's things like gratitude and joy and love and abundance and limitlessness. And man, I just, everything's working in my life. I'm so joyful. <clears throat> so this is the glory of the kavod of Christ in you. Kavod, that glory, is literally the hidden power in the spirit within you to take any possibility that you're imagining within and everything physical will line up with what you do when you get your heart and your mind in love and coherence. So we're going to teach you how to get your heart and mind in love and coherence very simply because that will radically change your prayer life. Anybody else excited about that? So Einstein says it this way. Einstein says, quote, the field, what you do with your heart and mind, we'll just put it in the, um, you, could call it, you could call it faith, persuasion of your heart. You could call it the kingdom of God. You could call it... Uh, um, quantum physics, it's all the different languages describing the exact same thing. So if non-believers are being healed and doing all these things in a couple days, wouldn't that be a good thing to know? I think it would be. Maybe you can learn something from them, right? And all they're doing is what we're sharing with here. So the field, what you do with your heart and mind is the sole governing agency of the particle, meaning if you just change what you're, where you focus, what you pay attention to, it goes from an unlimited potential, anything is possible, and it collapses into whatever you're looking at. That's quantum physics. That's it's prayer when you look at it. It's like, are you, it can't be that easy. Yes, instead of judging it, go, you know what, I don't like this. It doesn't feel good. I choose to focus on as if my prayer is already answered and how grateful that would be, how awesome that would feel, and you watch what happens. It comes radically fast. So, all right, you, get, you guys ready to do this? So you can pick anything. So we're, tonight we're kind of talking about health. So we're not praying to be healed. We're not praying for health. We're not, we're not coming, to, meaning that I grew up, you know, like a lot of you guys, where life was simple until I became a Christian. And then I started battling demons and the devil and everybody else before I just lived my life. <laughs> and it was quite easy. Now I got to deal with that spirit and that spirit, and I got to, this lady's bringing the, I got enough of my own spirit. She's bringing Africa's spirits over. <laughs> and you guys heard me say that, but Barbara and I are like, if we, when we were learning deliverance and all these different things, if we have that power, let's just bind them all and be done with it. Oh no, you can't do that. Well, why not? You just told me I have it. No, no. Because my ministry looses them every day. <laughs> They give power to it by coming against it. What you resist, it says resist not evil. You don't resist, you don't judge because it actually empowers it. You get more of it. I guess if anybody frustrated in prayer, like the harder I try, the worse it works because you're not doing it right. You're resisting it versus I'm gonna go in and choose something completely different. And the spirit within you will literally transform everything to what you're doing in there. Doesn't that sound like grace? That sounds like all creation responds to what I do in here. So here's how you can do it easily. So you pick whatever you want. Let's, we're talking about healing. We're talking about health. So you can go, I'm not trying to pray against this or come against that disease or rebuke that disease, whatever. That's still good versus evil. That's judging. Does that make sense? It's just a possibility of a million possibilities. Yeah, you know what? I'm not denying that I, I have this thing right now. I have this sickness. I have this disease, whatever. I, I acknowledge that. Yeah, okay, it's there. The beautiful part is I can just choose a different outcome. I can, I can simply see myself healthy. And I, I would encourage you to, to include family members, your kids, your grandkids, your spouse, whatever. See yourself, how good would it feel to see yourself what you could maybe do right now? And you start to picture, 
it feels so grateful. It feels so wonderful to be healthy and bouncing around with my grandkids. It feels so awesome to be in love with my spouse. Gosh, it's so good. That is a potential. And you can take anything that you desire and it'll show up in your life. We know not how. Just go to sleep, rest, is what he says. What should we like in the kingdom too? It's like soil. I get to plant the seed. Well, I plant that seed, not with my head, I plant it with my heart. Because the heart controls the whole thing. It's the lev, it's the, it's the authority that controls everything. So it's not praying up here, it's going within and feeling as if it's already done. The joy, the gratitude, the life, the limitlessness. It feels so good. Now, now once you do that, once you're into that spot where your heart's rested, and they call it coherence, it just means your heart has influenced your brain where it's all kind of together. They call it coherence, meaning that it's all vibrating at the same frequency. Now, whatever you tell your heart, whether it's words that you use, thank you, Father, I have this, it feels so good, or if you, go, if you are good at seeing it and feeling as if it's already done, then see it. And your heart is totally receptive right now. What's really interesting is, I just told you when I was talking to the, the neurodiagnostic specialist, she's like, this is exactly what we teach our epilepsy patients. We, they just teach them to breathe. Like, breathe heavy. And you know what? Your whole body starts to relax. And now it actually heals. They actually heal when they, when they breathe. Well, that sounds pretty easy, doesn't it? it sounds better than yelling at some angel that came from South America. Because it's not true. <laughs> That's not how it works. It's not how it works at all. That's what my wife always says. It doesn't work like that. It's simply going within and what you do within everybody in the world will see. So it's feeling that as if it's done. So if you picture it as if it's done or tell yourself as if it's done right now, your heart is receptive. Now what's really interesting is if some of you guys like the science behind it, it's called alpha and theta. When you get to theta, it literally means your heart accepts and believes whatever you tell it right there. Now, most kids, I find it interesting that Jesus says, when you become like a child again, you can enter the kingdom. Kids are in natural theta up till seven or eight years old. Anything you tell them, they believe. Wouldn't we like to be back there, like, right? Going, I'm brilliant. I am? Hallelujah. Wouldn't that be good? I'm radically abundant. When you get your heart in theta, it'll work it out to bring that to you. You won't have to go look for it and push at it and write and fight. Does that make sense? Does this make sense to anybody? So he goes, become like a child again. I believe that's what he's talking about. Because you go into natural theta. So here's how, you, so you pick something you want, and it's simply like this. If you breathe heavy, just in and out, you know, some of you guys, you can go breathe 10 times, just count down from 10 to 1 if you want. You won't have to do it for a while. It's just, that just gives you, it takes your focus, it gets you out of your left brain, your analytical brain, where you're, where you're seeing things and feeling things in the external, and you go within. That's all it's doing, is you go from left brain to right brain, where this is where you hear things, and you're creative, and you start to tune in, like Ashley and Lesser is talking about. Um, and that's why they're saying, Eddie, you can do this. You all have the same ability. We're, we're all monogened. We're, we all come from the same family. So you literally start tapping into God. You hear things. You experience things. It, it literally goes right into your heart. And the minute you plant that seed in your heart, you won't have to bring it to pass. It'll do it for you. It'll bring the magnificence of God to you. So you can breathe heavy. The other thing that's really fascinating, I, like I said, I've studied all these guys. I've spent tens and tens of thousands of dollars um, taking things I didn't have to. But I'm like, I want to see, because they're getting results here. I want to see, see why this psychologist does it this way. I want to see why Marissa Peer does it this way. I want to see why Joe Dispenza does it this way. 
I've really boiled it down, I think, to how simple this thing is for every one of you, okay? Oh, I, nothing wrong with all those guys. I love them all um, because they get results, and I'm into results. I'm not into, I'm, I'm not into trying to build a church. or not, is that, That's zero interest to me. I want to enjoy life with all of you guys, prosperous, abundant, healthy as an ox, eating hot dogs at the Yankees game with you, right? Why not? If you don't like that, they got lettuce too. <laughs> it's just wonderful to, to be able to go, you're going to eat that? Yeah, two of them probably. So it's just beautiful. So you get a candy wall, just, you just, just candy wall, right? Like it's wonderful. So and then you hope for a rain delay because then you get to eat twice. Like you just stay there and eat twice. About two hours later, like, oh yeah, I think I could pound another little crab legs or so. You know, like, that's how it works. It's wonderful. So, uh, with some adult soda pops. That's life, man. That's life, isn't it? So, and you can choose whatever you want. That's just fun to me. I love it. My kids love it. My family loves it. We'd love to be, do it with all of you guys. So, the other thing, besides just breathing down, what you can do is you close your eyes, and as if you're looking straight out at the horizon, just in, within your eyes, just raise your eyelids a little bit until they kind of flutter. You can kind of put your hand there. And this is what's interesting, is this is with all these psychologists, all the yogis, this is what they all do. They go, this is how we tap into God. And so if you do that, you can just feel your eyes flutter a little bit. That's REM, that's rapid eye movement. They can show you, the minute you do that, your brain and heart start to get coherent. You go from beta, which is just freaking out, <laughs> conscious of everything out externally, to all of a sudden your heart goes, you know what, body calm down, rest, heal, receive freely from God right now. In fact, I'm in a position, right, whatever you tell me right now is the magnificence of God. It's like soil. You get to choose anything that you want, and whatever you tell me right now, I'm the feminine side of you. I'm the womb of you. I don't care what seed you plant, but you will get whatever you plant. So plant really good things because I'll bring it to you in ways you don't know how and it'll be miraculous, it'll be effortless, and you'll have eternal life, you'll have the God quality of life. Wouldn't that be good? That's how we get back into the garden. So breathe heavy. You can raise your eyes a little bit until they flutter. Just, just breathe some more. And then if you're good at visualizing, if you know, hey, this is what I want. I want to be healed. I want to see my body whole. I want to experience the joy of being whole. If you're good at it, do it. Pay attention to how grateful would you be? You're, maybe you're with your kids or your grandkids and, and you're seeing yourself abundant. You're seeing yourself whole. You're seeing yourself doing things that you did when you were a teen. And just enjoying life. When you're in alpha and theta, your heart will bring that to pass effortlessly to you. And if you're not good at visualizing, some of you guys tell me that. Like, I, can't, I can't visualize. You all can. You, you do it really well. You worry all day. But I'm not going to fight you on that. But Whatever you tell yourself, because when you use words, you think in pictures too. So you can do something like this. So if you're, if you're not good at seeing, visualizing yourself completely healed, when you're in alpha and theta, just tell your body, it feels so good to be whole. It feels so good to be wonderful. I'm so thankful, Father, that my body's whole. It feels so good to be whole so I can do this with my kids again. It feels so wonderful to just be this free in life. Hallelujah, that everything works in my life. Thank you, Father. I'm abundant. I'm healthy. I've got loving relationships. Your heart will bring it to pass. That's the God quality of life. So you either see it when you're in Alpha Theta or tell it. Is that simple enough for you guys? Does that help? Okay, let's do it. We good? Did I go a little long? What time is it? Yeah, I went long. 
You want me to pray or no? I can break and then pray again. You want to do it real quick? We'll do it in a couple minutes. So thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let's just take some deep breaths. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And in the beginning, if you want to count down from 10 to 1, just every breath, like, thank you, Father. It feels so good to be resting. It feels so good for my heart and mind to come in and work together. Thank you, Father, that you fearfully and wonderfully designed me. It feels so good that I can have anything I choose in prayer. Thank you, Father. And you'll get pretty good. You won't have to count down anymore after a while, but in the beginning, I would just do it because it, you're taking your mind off the physical things and you're focusing on something else. Now, within, with, when, after breathing, just raise your, raise your eyes within your eyelids a little bit until they flicker a little bit. It doesn't have to hurt, but until they, every now and then you can just feel them blink a little bit. And what's really cool here, guys, is they can hook up EEGs and EKGs to you, and they go, wow, you immediately go into alpha and theta, the most suggestible thing that you could ever be, just like you were a kid again, a child. Become like a child, and you can enter the kingdom. What's really cool is if you can see yourself completely healed, just see that. See that. See you bouncing around. See you hanging out with your spouse, your family, your kids, totally healed, totally whole. You don't have to figure it out. And if you're not good at it, just tell yourself at this point with gratitude. Thank you, Father. It feels so good to be healed. It feels so good to be whole. I'm so grateful for how magnificent you've made us. We get to choose life. Thank you, Father, that I'm healed. I'm whole. I'm vibrant. It feels so good. I'm so grateful to feel this. It feels so wonderful that I get to be with you and create with you. (laughs) It's amazing that you've created me this way. I'm just forever grateful. I feel limitless. I feel abundant. I'm completely whole. Thank you, Father. And I would just do it until you, until you see yourself shift a little bit, until you see your attitude start to shift. If you do it, you'll, you'll start to feel it, and it gets easier and easier and easier. So tell yourself really good things. You either see it after you've gone into, after you've breathed and, and casted your vision up a little bit, and feel as if it's already done. You're not asking for it. You're seeing it done. And if you can't, then just tell yourself it's already done. It feels so good it's done. It's so good I have abundance. It feels so good I have perfect health. It feels so good to have this. And just trust me, what you're telling your heart right now with an elephant theta is you become like a child again, and the heart will effortlessly produce miraculous for you. In Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, amen, amen. Does that help? So next week, we'll talk about how to receive any answer from God. It's almost the same. Fair enough? God bless you guys. Amen.